Well, wood. Well, wood. Yeah. So we're back here again in the Heights room after a very long hiatus. We want to welcome back all our viewers slash listeners. And today in the Heights room, we have my brethren, Ja, Benoit, and my n- new brethren, Kyle Fortune. Yes. So, how are you doing, fellas? What's your word? We good. Everything good. Trying to survive in this Corona times. Yeah. Well, I mean, this the Corona times. I mean, it it's different times. And from what all indications showing is like not anything that's gonna stop anytime soon. Hmm, unfortunately. Right? right. I mean, and then on top of the Corona, we have now talk of hurricane or something to that effect. One so thing to the next. We hope everybody um out there getting yourself in order for that in the event that it does happen yeah um so just to start us off i have known ja for like how long now boy like i would say about uh a 15 years or so uh that's a we're close to 20. close to 20 yeah 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 yeah. definitely definitely and i knew you um basically through the music scene but as time progressed we have collaborated on other things as well mm-hmm. namely film work and so on so just for the for our viewers listeners um how was it that you as an individual especially someone growing up in trinidad you know where film uh is not really like a go-to career and art on the whole what made you make that decision to get into that kind of line of work or that pursue well um, funny enough, the simplest explanation would be that um, it was really, for me, uh, my immersion into counterculture at a young age right. in general. Um, the the spark for my filmmaking career was actually when I first decided to pick up a skateboard. Right. Um, the When it... The, the two things that go hand in hand with skateboarding is you know filming right yeah, so yeah, you need yeah, to get yeah, your you stuff to, online because yeah you had it you had to film your tricks and hope you got a sponsor right thing. right yeah. so we started off my brother and i started off with just a small video camera with the sole purpose of trying to just archive and document yeah and that's the days when footage. everybody have um yeah, mini dv yeah. that type of thing right yeah so i mean it's it's really um the uh ambition then to mm-hmm. try to create media based on uh, new, different styles of innovation in terms of expression mm-hmm. and stuff like that, mainly through like extreme sports and those type of things, right? Right. To bring it to the forefront of, uh, well, not just Trinidad, but like yeah. you know, Caribbean people in general, yeah. because I mean, it's something that I learned at a young age and mm-hmm. quickly became quite, you know, yeah, adapt, you know, yeah. adapting to it and, and immersed. And, and you study a little bit of filming. Well, um, it's actually my, uh, well, again, the, the whole skateboarding, again, being the catalyst. Right. Was uh, uh, one of the main reasons why I chose uh, to go to Canada, Toronto, to further my schooling in uh, yeah. film and editing specifically. Right. But um, it was really because of the fact that, well, I used to frequent going to Canada yeah, specifically yeah. for you know skateboarding skate, skate parks so you still skate? 
Right true. Right can't true. Stop. Well, right. Down for Life is the name of a, a yeah. documentary I've been working on for essentially yeah. about 10 years now, right? Yeah, and then you have Normal Normal, which is the company, the, the what you call the... Yes, well, Normal Normal Films... Studios. Yes, um, it would be the production company slash yeah. art studio. Right. Right? Um, that actually came out of, well, yeah, this whole type of thing. So, you know, mm. skateboarding then is very closely related to music and yeah, yeah. that type of stuff. Definitely, so, definitely. And then if you look at the, the culture as well, it would be more so, you know, things like hip-hop, reggae, mm-hmm. punk rock, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Which is uh, um, one of the, the, the main aspects of uh, the band that I was one of the founding members of was Anti-Everything, which right. is a, a standing punk rock band. Yeah. Out of Trinidad and, and Tobago. Still, still is, you know. Still out Right there. now, um, I back and forth with those guys talking about their their new album because you know before election yeah. every yeah, every yeah, five years staple. they yeah. always put out an album before election because right. they always had a bond on the whole <laughs> you know process and what going on with our elections and I think this election is one of the mo- probably one of the most uh, let you know just had, Boy? I don't even want to get into that right now yeah like, <laughs> but yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, essentially, that's where everything come from, right? It came from the the whole just we we as youths, all of us handed and branded one specific type of juice to drink, you know, yeah. in one type of way to put it, and um, it would really be on your 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 standard standard forms of education, information, expression, mm-hmm. um, music. So all of my inspiration for getting into any one of the passions that I have mm-hmm. these days was really more of um, learning about things that I had no specific uh, background or um, right, you know, venture. Ven- yeah, something yeah. new, something yeah. something unknown then, right? That was not necessarily uh, showcased in any type of either positive or positive or negative light mm-hmm. here, but especially with the things that I. Um, became closest with were actually some of the um, quote unquote more taboo styles of expression mm-hmm. you know just in general um, Trinidad being more of a, you know your standard Calypso Soko oriented and then here we are in the early 2000s uh, hardcore punk rock yeah yeah all corners of the country and um, you know two albums in we mm-hmm. start to realize that it is not something that was just really a form of expression for us, but also mm-hmm. a form of expression for the people who were also as highly interested in that style of expression that we, you know, shared yeah. similar vicinities with. And they um, then found that avenue through that type of music mm-hmm. and that type of expression and all of the mm-hmm. things that go with it to, you know, find their own way now mm-hmm. to... to get their own niche going and not have to conform to your standard yeah. pockets of you know yeah and like even the the nature of the entity itself mm-hmm. like anti everything is um because i i am what i consider part of the collective you Shrimper. know yeah. yeah and 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 just be that and and that just that anti-collective yeah. because yeah um the thing is that there have been shows that i sing for the band right because the thing i couldn't make it yeah. and it's like yeah because it don't matter who sing it it's like it don't matter who wants the message get out and yeah. that's, that's you know exactly I mean? and it's all it about is. the message now but coming on to kyle yeah kyle so um unlike ja 
we don't have any prior history so i really right. need to know who is kyle you know <laughs> what i mean but Understood. from what i know so far is that you know you went to fatima correct and you are a lawyer at this point in time yes attorney. right so coming out across from mr renaissance arts man here right. to a man of the law right, right. how did, how did kyle become a lawyer what 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 drew you to that that field well, mm-hmm. I will have to summarize as best as I can. Yeah, but you, 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 yeah, you, you <laughs> got time in the pattern. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a long story. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I went to Fatima. Mm-hmm. After Fatima, I decided that I had enough studying and so on. So I mm-hmm. wanted to work and make some money. Mm-hmm. I remember I got a job in, in a place called Trinidad Tissues Limited. They manufacture mm-hmm. and distribute toilet paper and so on. That was mm-hmm. in the early 2000s when I came out of Fatima. Mm-hmm. Subsequent to that, I would have gone to the OJT. They still have OJT, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah it, does, it exists. Okay. Sometimes it's be um, non-existent in terms of dormant. Right. But yeah, recently, yeah, I think it was back on the up, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. I remember going into OJT. I was working with what was then BWIA in the technical mm-hmm. library. Right. Back then, it was something like $1,400 a month. Mm-hmm. Right, that was the, yeah. and that the, was the stipend that, that we would have received. That was the stipend with, 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 with E-levels. No, no, that was just O-levels. O-levels. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so after I decided that I was going to study business management, mm-hmm. so I went to SBCS. After one year of that, I decided this is not for me. Right. I'm not feeling this again. Yeah. Not oh, about that MBA life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always being somebody interested in philosophical pursuits. Right. And the mind and so on. Right. I then went on to study psychology in Kostat. Okay. So I would have studied that for two years until I again I decided, you know what? Mm-hmm. I really decided to drop the psychology because I thought about how am I going to make money from the psychology. And that's and that's your face with that. That's yeah. your face with that. You, you, yeah, you could you could be so ultra passionate about uh that field. Um but then when you had to face it now out there there aren't opportunities in Trinidad and, and Tobago for those fields. There that's aren't the there aren't the opportunities and you know that how again you're looking at um areas of study where you know, you need to read and retain that knowledge and yeah. and de- delve into the topic with your, you know, your all. Yeah, so you So that so that would have let you picking up the, the law? Well, after the psychology, mm-hmm. <laughs> after I realized it wasn't making sense, I sat and I, I did some deep introspection and I thought mm-hmm. to myself, what do I want to do with my life? Mm-hmm. And I came up with, you know, I want to help people. Mm-hmm. I want to make this world a better place. Right, you know, right. whatever that meant at, yeah, at that time, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I also want to do something that I can make a fair amount so that yeah, I'm yeah. not dependent on anybody yeah, yeah. or anything. You're not struggling. Yeah. So it just so happened that I saw an advertisement in the papers at that time about University of London offering the degree program, right. but through a long distance course, mm-hmm. right? The uh, school K Beckles and Associates in Port of Spain was offering it. Mm-hmm. So I did my degree there. Mm-hmm. At the end of my degree, well, all that time I was working a number of different places. Right. And at the end of the degree, you have the option of applying to go to Hugh Wooden in Trinidad, or you could go to England and do what you call a LPC or a BPC. Right. Mm-hmm. So I did the LPC at the University of Westminster. Right. Now, so you went. To, so you went to England. For it? Y- yes, I went to England. Yeah. Now that it was something else. Uh, at that point in time, it was like a hundred thousand TT yeah. situation. And it was approximately 100,000 TT as well for living expenses for the year because well, yeah. I, I chose to do it in one year. Right. Right. So in order to make that money, I, I did a number of things. I would KFC as a delivery driver right. for 
a delivery rider, sorry, for yeah. years yeah. while I was working, while I was doing my degree. Mm-hmm. I also worked taxi to Nampuna. So, all right, that means a biker? Yeah, or? motorcycle delivery. So, he was one of the KFC bike men then? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I was that guy. That, yeah, yeah, all day. <laughs> I was that guy. Many people still know me. 50 as, minutes as of that free. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you making it? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, after that, I, I end up, I was conducting Maxi. My, father, my dad had a Maxi from right. Trip to Shogona, right, screaming right, my Maxi. Right. I eventually took over that maxi and was mm. working in maxi myself up until the point where I left to go to England. Right. So I went to England. I, I got a distinction on the LPC course. Mm-hmm. The, um, subsequent to that, I got offered an internship in a commercial law firm in London called New Media Law LLP. Okay. Specializing in entertainment and media law. Oh, so, okay, okay. That's, yeah. that's, that's cool. Yeah. So yeah. I did an internship there. It was just I just stayed there for a month mm-hmm. and then... I decided to come back to Trinidad. Right. A lot of people ask me, well, why you didn't stay up there? Well, you that's know, like, well, I, same thing I would ask, well, why? Well, as it is now, back then, I still had long hair. My skin was still dark. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I had locks. Yeah. So, I mean, if you feel Rasta people and black people discriminated against in Trinidad, you can yeah. imagine what it was like yeah. in London. Right. right? It, it wasn't easy. It really wasn't easy. Besides that, I, I couldn't take the cool, yeah. the cool but weather. It, so it wasn't ideal for you. Yeah, exactly. More opportunities in Trinidad. Right, right. So I would have returned to Trinidad shortly after. When I returned to Trinidad, I applied to work a number of different places. I got an opportunity. Mr. Beckles, the same school that I would have taught at before, he gave me an opportunity to lecture at the school in Port of Spain. So between 2014 to 2017, I would have taught criminal law, contract law, company law in that school in okay. Port of Spain. Okay. Um, from 2018 to present, I, I'm still, I'm currently teaching in University of the West Indies, St. Augustine campus, mm-hmm. two legal courses, mm-hmm. one on prosecution and the courts and the next one on business and commercial law. Okay. All right. And well, I have a private practice since I came back, based in Tunapu. Right. And that would be your, your work that you have to Correct. do in, in, the, in, the, in the legal Correct. Um, system. So, um, coming coming back to something I just said there about discrimination. Yeah. Right. So you would say that while while you were at um, you know, studying in England, that you would have felt at points discriminated against because of how you look and that kind of thing. Definitely, definitely. Right. And you know that um, right now England has this whole issue of well Brexit and all of this. Yeah. Which a lot of people would say is motivated also by the pe- by the populace being threatened by the amount of immigrants and all of that 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 comes with being part of the European, European Union. Union and all of that. Yeah. Okay. And this, that fact that you felt like that and then the climate right now and a lot of what's been talked about has to deal with that, that topic of discrimination, but more so the issue of systemic racism. Yeah. And then also that of police brutality. Yeah. Because as we all know, we are well this we are filming right now in the ending well almost at the end of july right 2020 2020 and a lot has happened a lot has happened over the past few months we've had the coronavirus change the entire order of things we have had the the lockdown of borders right and all the different uh, measures taken by our government who for all intents and purposes did a decent job with controlling the spread of the virus um 
but the economic effects have been felt by the by the population mm-hmm. right um and with that now being the situation all over the world we had in the midst of all that the emergence of not the emergence of but the killing of George Floyd which led yeah. to the emergence of all this call to action because yeah. BLM existed before yeah. you know but it took on a whole new life I believe it was Trayvon Martin that was uh, that's one of the first or, yeah. yeah that's yeah. the first time that, that would have brought school. the BLM yes, yes. yes. Tra- and Trayvon Martin was like 10 years ago right you know um, and since Trayvon there have been you know countless yeah. until uh, we, we could sh- we could surely can't count them on one hand yeah. the amount of um, of killings of that nature yeah right now my my thing to to you guys you know is that there are so many people who are chiming in on this conversation about black lives matter and then this whole thing about all lives matter and blah 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 we know we know we've heard it all before right but do you do you at this point in time how important in your opinion kyle and we'll move on to jaw after how important do you think that the Black Lives Matter movement is to the society and and where we at right now? Is is it as um you know what's what's your take on it? Let me know. I'll talk for you. You well, your question was on my opinion on the Black Lives Matter movement. Yes. No, there's some ambiguation there because the Black Lives Matter movement. True. In True. the eyes of some, such as myself, would view mm. the Black Lives Matter movement as mm. the collective conscious consciousness of persons worldwide that stand for the rights of all persons but with a specific Mm -hmm. interest in black persons Mm -hmm. being historically disenfranchised and so on right however a lot of persons that's not their perspective that's Mm -hmm. when you talk about black lives matter Mm -hmm. movement they talk about the registered black lives matter movement with the three founders yeah you know right that that's an important distinction very much so very much so because Mm -hmm. that's the thing now People would bring up BLM in a, you know, criticize them and talk about well, you know who's the, the founders and who's the, and then I'm like yeah, but every person who utters the hashtag or whatever yeah. the, the, the notion Black Lives Matter, where the jersey, not I like it's like the, the internet itself. It's a it's like an organism now. Yeah, you know we you can't really draw the lines as to what really is Black Lives Matter at this point. Yes, there is a actual. Um, organization yeah but the sentiment and the anti-racial anti-racist sentiments of blm yeah. echo um and resonate with people all over the world I agree. so there there is a bit of a of a a gray area and, and you're right to say that yeah. that when we talk about blm are we talking about um blm the actual Mo- the organization with right. their certain founders and their actions and or should we be talking about the the anti-racist sentiment worldwide yeah. and so do you think that 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 blm itself is a bit of um of uh how to put it like a, a circus at this point in time and the, the, the term the term and what it represents the people or I think that the broad discourse on the whole BLM movement mm-hmm. seems to be largely aligned with ideological left thinkers mm-hmm. and ideological right thinkers mm-hmm. with Democrats and persons mm-hmm. with certain agendas well, Democrats and with certain ideologies mm-hmm. and certain persons that want to push 
rights for everyone, mm-hmm. right? Rights like gay rights, for example, mm-hmm. rights for minorities, mm-hmm. etc. Mm-hmm. Traditionally aligned with democratic left, mm-hmm. goes up against the, dem- the ideological right, mm-hmm. you know, mostly the Republicans, mm-hmm. mostly the Christian right, as they, they, they so label them. And these, they tend to be the ones to say, well, no, black, it's not that black lives matter, but mm-hmm. all lives matter. Mm-hmm. But the problem with that mm-hmm. is that it takes away, mm-hmm. again, from the historical disenfranchisement of black persons historically. It, it's, and it's, it's factual stuff. You yeah, know? and as you would have said, you know, it, it's systemic. Yes. You know, it's systemic in, in a lot of institutions that we would no, have. No, you have, you have the, the left and you have the right. You have the Democrats and the Republicans. But then you have people who would, who would say, and you see the thing about it, sometimes when you try to play centrist, you can sometimes lean to the side that, that that is well the one that actually is denying the problem yeah okay but there is the fact that um police brutality is something that as much as it affects the black community which it does in a disproportionate level yeah. it also affects the wider community the brutality of police in in um let's say the states right and the some of some some speakers you know there are speakers who um, come out to kind of draw that line and say like um, I've, I, um, people like I think like Coleman Hughes or the, and, and um, mm-hmm. there's a next guy I forget his name you know they speak as African American speakers and they say that oh you know well it, some one of them said that when people talk about the problem as being a black problem they take away from the actual problem because there's a there's a, a bigger problem and that and then that the whole internet thing where like if our if like the people who were in the same situation as Trayvon, right. who are white, because there were people like that, yes. that they have, they have, that no one speaks about it as the. So I know, and so my thing is, um, I understand that that thinking as well, yeah. right? I understand that thinking as well, but I also think that, um, as I said, if you look to, well, champion that centrist kind of look at it you also kind of still detract from a reality, which is that there is a, as we say, a urgency for right. it to be addressed. Yeah. Well, I, I think, like, if I was just thinking here, how yeah. to put it into a picture, right? Yeah. Um, let, let us take the assumption that um, there is a collective, uh, a collective um, pressure yeah, collect- yeah, fix that mic straight up to you. Straight yeah. Let us say that there's a collective pressure, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that is underneath all of human populations throughout the world in different places. There's, there's no, there's probably no place on the planet you could go and not face some level of, um, you know, uh, inequality to a certain extent based on either your your race, your sex your gender any of those things right there's no religion your religion there's no there's no pocket that you can go to at least in a quote-unquote civilized will right Mm -hmm. that would escape these things now if we were to look at it from the perspective as there is this there there is an undeniable pressure that rests on the human psyche from as a collective right as a collective there's an undeniable if we want to look at it from a fundamental perspective of just uh, the the human condition, as you could call it, mm-hmm. there there is a certain level of um, 
how to put it, uh, unknown factors that we have no choice but to try to come to terms with on our own. Um, as only as individuals, we'd be able to make cases of these things, like uh, our place in the earth, our place in the cosmos as a wider thing. All of those things, they don't really, they don't really have answers to a lot of these things, right? So right. there is a lot of pressure on humans in general, just without any other societal um, factors that would cause humans to be in certain levels of distress without addressing these these certain topics, right? Now, if we were to look at the pressure now building up underneath all of us, mm-hmm. all over the planet, um, I don't really see a, a need to distinguish, at least the people who would be learned in, 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 in our westernized model of history. Mm-hmm. Um, as Kyle was saying, um, the the historical systemic um not 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 just discrimination but also um you see discrimination would still leave to some little of some it would still leave the mind to believe that there's still some level of uh humanity behind it you know um in terms of it's not discrimination on all forms but just discrimination like let's just say we would look at it as discrimination as we 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 don't the 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 greater one percent or something like that does not right. want to end the lives of the poorer population. Right. It's not that they, it's not that they have that as their agenda. Mm-hmm. So we would use more semantics for the case and mm-hmm. say it was like you know discriminate, meaning that mm-hmm. on some level of life level of right. enjoyment, we they, we are going yeah. to interject into these people's standard, right. right, and 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 throw off the level in some right. type of way. So discrimination still leaves like the mind to believe that there's still some humanity involved in it. Mm-hmm. But what we know to be like things like the transatlantic slave trade and those type of things, there was absolutely no like Middle humanity ground. connected yeah. to those things. Now yeah. it was all about business, yeah. greed. It was about power. It was about control. There was no level of humanity involved in it. Right. Right. So. Is no surprise uh-huh. that um, under the collective pressure, uh-huh. that the geyser that was first sprouted uh-huh. would be from the ones in which, um, at all uh, levels, right. there was always this this building up. There was the some some people have it. So less, you so know? you talk so you talk trying to say that um that is not a surprise that the, that the descendants of of, yes, of exactly. The crimes of, of history, such as the transatlantic slave trade, that um, and African people in general, right, African people in general, that it would be from their um, not so-called perspective, but, but like the throughout their experience yeah. in which it was brought to light. Because I mean, it at any point in time, through the past four hundred years, five hundred mm-hmm. years, when you look back and you want to look at disenfranchised people. Um, well, yeah, there's obviously more recent events like the Holocaust and things right. like that, right? right? But however, if you were to flip any page of history mm-hmm. 300 years back, mm-hmm. there was always the issue mm-hmm. of a certain group, a certain demographic of people mm-hmm. based on their geographical um, location, location, where they were born and all right, that, that have had a completely different experience from 
mm-hmm. 90% of the wider population of the planet. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And um, so it's not really hard to see as to why, um, yeah, at least if we look at it in a wider historical yeah. well, context. That's the thing, wider historical context. As people, to people why... People, some people aren't able to do that. Because many people might think that yeah. this is a new idea. Like the yeah. idea that Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. or any statement of that yeah. is somehow a novel invention of the 21st <laughs> right, century. Right. As yeah. Which yeah. is very, as if very... somebody ups and say, well, all of a sudden this is something to talk about. Right. Yeah. So, 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 so given it that political side of argument, it really mm-hmm. belittles, I believe, the entire... So what was it? So put put in more in more a more direct way. You're trying to say that because I understand it's a very layered mm-hmm. topic and it's very complicated. And I have to be really careful what you how yeah. you say certain yeah. things. But what, that last statement you made, what 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 is what are you exactly trying to say? Well, in in the fact that um, we think it's something that's debatable. Right, right. There, there is, is no there. There is no debate that what? There is no debate that what? What? There is no debate that um, human rights uh, have been uh, very, uh, how do I put it? The, the, the withholding then of human rights right. has been the basis yes. of our um, civilization. Yeah. It, yeah. They, they, our our um, place as people in westernized civilization I as agree. you would put it i agree there I agree. is no there is no starting point beyond the disenfranchisement of certain groups of people i mean it started off with the indigenous of um yes. all of the different lands yes, like, right I mean, to I start know, i whenever I, I teach my students you know i always have to make it a point i'm like do we we all have to remember that a few years ago less this than, land was belonged to other people less than yeah. 200 some of us were not here, right? And then some of us have been here enslaved, yeah. Right, that your 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 grand your great great grandparents are were slaves, right? Because a lot of children don't even you know they don't even think about it, Because eh? yeah. you know exactly. if they're living in this in this this space today, everything they distracted, they they go hear about it in class, but yeah, yeah, you have to really let them know, hey, you know, and that how the people who used to live here, all of them are dead. Yeah, exactly. You know? They're not. There is no one to tell their tale. Yeah, they are dead. You know, we right. have we have a indigenous um first peoples. They well, we had one, one off, and we have the communities, but they are also you know very watered. Don't, there's nobody with that full bloodline. As you mentioned that, what is your perspective on that? On what having? So we have Emancipation Day. We have Indian Arrival Day. We have all these other days my, celebrated. Well, every my year. perspective what was that pers- that day mm-hmm. should have been made a day for the rest of our history. Yeah. And that we should have just take out one of the holidays that probably doesn't have as much, like probably Corpus Christi or something that doesn't yeah. have probably as much of a, like you know, because if you're trying to balance all things, our 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 entire thing with the with our, us being the rainbow people and the multicultural nation of Trinidad and Tobago is that we give everybody, every creed and race equal place. Yeah. So we have the shout out Baptist get something you know holiday wise and thing, and um. At this point in time, I would say, I would, okay, just, just, just for because since you bring it up, since you bring up that thing about that, yeah. what, what is, what is Corpus Christi? What, what is it? Um, well, it's Latin for Body of Christ. Right. So it's a, Christ, it's a Christian a thing. Yeah. So as, we, as most of our holidays right. are. Right. All right. We have Easter yeah. mm-hmm. and we we have Christmas. You yeah. know. So in terms of um the 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 disparity there, well, not big disparity, but point is we could take out one of those and we could have made that that um that 
indigenous day a day every cause to remember that the fact is that these people yeah this was their land well, and they have the communities that still exist somewhat i would and, i would agree with you and you know it, i think it's a no-brainer but at the yeah. same time a lot of people don't think about these things exactly. they don't think about how important it is it brings up the cold Col- well, columbus well, statue well, thing you right? see it, it wouldn't take a rocket scientist to deduce why um people would not like to yearly revisit their sins of the past <laughs> right 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 so it's not some so much as a question of whether or not we as a people feel the need to mm-hmm. express our gratitude to the indigenous people of the lands mm-hmm. before and all of these things mm-hmm. um it really comes down to an issue of understanding history without the uh the veil of uh this type of uh fantasy illusion we have in where we were um gifted these lands then and well you then, see this um, is the problem now the problem is that when you l- look at a discussion about columbus right people will say that why you okay so the person who would be against that sentiment of moving the statue you know the main thing first and foremost this columbus statue issue has never been a new one it like just like just like rights for people civil rights and all, black rights and all mm-hmm. these things it's not new and it's just at a certain point in time you get a greater um social upheaval and the the topic becomes center stage right so because of what's going on around the world that topic became a little more center stage for trinidadians mm-hmm. but for the, those who have been talking about it they have been talking about it for a long time yeah. now the thing is right a lot of people would say things like this. They would say, um, it's erasing history, right? And then they would say, well, then everything that named after something that, like Port of Spain, can be Port of Spain no more. Yeah. And this and that. And all, and all that. And they say, where does it stop? Where do you draw the line? And, you know, I find those things to be kind of uh, stupid. You know, well. because be, for, because in my opinion... Putting up a statue of someone is not how the be all and end all of historical documentation. And a statue is put up of someone to revere them. You don't put up a statue to remember. You can't put up a statue of Hitler in the middle of of Germany. Yeah. You can't you can't put a big swastika in the middle of Germany because they have come to terms with the fact that that is part of the history that they don't want to celebrate. Right. So we as people who are now independent and all of this right i can't understand why we can't see that yes the the hands of history have done their deeds and we are here because of history but does that mean that we have to accept the fact that what happened before should not be criticized and you should not say well you know what let's put him in a museum and not have him stand in the streets people would say this next thing too and this is this was real get me right you'll hear people say if it wasn't for Columbus, we would not be here. Well. And I don't understand where to begin with that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I am, and, I, I, and I'm not going to lie, I love being a Trinidadian. You know, I love the fact that, that, you know, that because of what happened in history, this is, for mm-hmm. whatever reason, I am here and this is my home. 
you know, and whatever. But that does not mean that I have to say that thank, thanks for, to Christopher Columbus, yeah. I am here because he did not intend for that. Well, I mean, if we want to go far yeah. back and we want to take this tanking business, we tank. Whatever happened right outside the Oort cloud that send the asteroid in our direction that's mm. you know, send the asteroid in our direction yeah. how much ever years ago. All right. right. Um if we wanna really start to go back, yeah. right? But to me this is what I think is really the issue here. The issue about wanting to keep historical statues and all of these things. Now listen. Um humans really have a tendency to associate themselves with permanence now. And and very very fleeting attempts have been made um, by all pockets of civilization everywhere, mm-hmm. every corner of the globe, in order to achieve and sustain some type of level of cosmic permanence. Mm-hmm. I mean, it might be planetary from our perspective. Mm-hmm. Okay, we would like to keep things the way they are yeah, here. Yeah. But in you know in standard speaking, we we know is it's not just about keeping a a a. a a street name the name it is and all these type of things is to assert a certain level of this is our mark that we made on history right mm-hmm. now um the way i see it is not a big deal to change the names of any of these things or to yeah. take down any of these things <laughs> because um in it, you actually as a society you have historically speaking you have two ways about going about these things is either you do it with a choice like how we as a people here now have a choice mm-hmm. to change the direction of stuff or mm-hmm. It happens the way it happened with the Amerindians. Um, mm-hmm. Here was not always called Trinidad. We have mm-hmm. no problem changing the name to that. We mm-hmm. um, just Kyrie, we forgot about all the other things that the what mm-hmm. it meant and all of those things. Uh, yeah. The statues of the people who were revered in the past. Well, we have no idea who they are to begin mm-hmm. with. Um, so this idea of uh, st- the 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 fear of starting a new because like it you know yeah. it may not where be where does it stop right well yeah, I, I believe I, that again that 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 goes in the notion that is a misconception at least of my understanding mm-hmm. in a culture is not something that we should really um, try to promote or procreate or develop in any kind of way other than one in which has a collective driven force behind it. Now mm-hmm. all cultures in the past have never had collective driven now they would now many people would say differently. Yes, mm-hmm. there have been great democratic societies throughout mm-hmm. the past and all that we all know that those things are not really steeped in reality, right? Mm-hmm. When we think about mm-hmm. what culture means to us culture is actually somebody or group of people saying well listen we have figured out what reality is right and these are the rules in which you must abide by in order to um you know function function as as a as a person who would like to receive as many benefits Mm -hmm. or as they put in right in some type of mutualistic type of way um but culture is actually more so a device i would see none other than something that limits um the notion of any type of human mental development or expansion or learning or knowledge or information because if we as a society or as a greater um civilization on the whole believe that we have things um figured out then mm-hmm. in any way shape or form in order to promote these ideas as 
you know good practices or any or any or any type of judgment on it our our, our evidence would be yeah very very sparse to su- right. support those claims sir. yeah well uh, you know it's interesting because you know a lot of people they they battle with you know that the religion that they're born into yeah and the fact that they that what if they don't feel to to, to partake in any religion per se and you know it's just that those are traditions that have been handed down and and they have a certain amount of weight to them because they have allowed people because at the end of the day it comes down to psychology yeah? as a man study psychology you know briefly briefly but he's <laughs> yeah. you know, an educated fellow so you know, yeah. you'll know what i mean when i say that you know the human being is one who's want to belong yeah you know yeah and people need a sense of belonging and and that is what the majority of of organization systems in place get are get towards make making people feel that they belong to something but using that inner need to bring profit yeah. in some way or exploitation. form exploitation exploitation now the thing is we talk about systemic racism we talk about about this in, these inherent problems we talk about about you know Columbus we talk about the indigenous we, I, I, we, I would like to touch on one thing that mm-hmm. you, you said mm-hmm. earlier you, so you, in passing you would have mentioned that you know yes, we're independent now mm-hmm. Trinidad and Tobago independent and all that so, so I assume you're referring to 1962 and all mm-hmm. of that right mm-hmm. but I, I, I just want to make one point mm-hmm. though right so anybody with a, a brief cursory understanding of, of the basic elements of law will know that countries, nations are governed by three arms of government. Right. There's the executive arm run by the political party of the day. Mm-hmm. The executive arm also encompasses the police army, etc. Right. right. There's the legislative arm, which consists of the members of parliament, democratically mm-hmm. elected members who mm-hmm. go and decide which legislation to pass and mm-hmm. so on. Then there's the judicial arm, mm-hmm. right? That's the final arm, made right. up of, well, the judiciaries, attorneys, all right. of that, right? Mm-hmm. But when you look at Trinidad and Tobago, mm-hmm. where's our final court of appeal? Not here. Our final court of appeal is 5,000 miles away mm-hmm. in England. Right. So when you look at the three arms of government, one of the arms of government... Still... Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not in Trinidad. Right. So I, I, I really so question. It is. Well, in my opinion, yeah. it seems to be that way. In, in, the, in the sense of us being independent and yeah. and, and, and self-sustaining and all of this. Yeah, now, definitely. And and it's true because at the end of the day, you know, I always say that you know, in the and that's why I say if we if we so independent, why we don't we we can't. Well, the, the, the 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 fact is you can see from the populace that we aren't independent thinkers so how can we have an independent nation well you see as Kyle was saying there right Mm -hmm. um, all of those things come back to the the understanding of breaking the veils of these illusions in terms of we as people would be no I mean from from the perspective that you were shown there right now anybody who has uh, any background in not I mean it doesn't have to be as much as a legal background or any type of social work anything like that they're fully well aware of the fact that like nothing can be done without the over say by someone else right higher up along the chain of command we can't even protest without the police saying so now when you look at something like that and we have uh no okay it would have been perfectly benign mm-hmm. if the citizens of our country 
who were able to understand that all right as an individual we believe as the same way as the country is supposed to believe we are independent people we have you know we have rights to exercise within our own discretions and these type of things but the individual would be like from from the same perspective that was drawn there would be no less independent as le- let us say um a dog on a leash right no you have the you have the, uh, the you can go any direction in which you please you can wrap yourself around in full circles yeah. you you don't see the restraint mm-hmm. as something that is um present at as long as you keep on a certain distance but what yeah. happens anytime you see the dog try to outrun the person who walk in them mm-hmm. right away the dog knows that the restraint is real mm-hmm. before that um there would be no no way for them to identify that yeah. there was any type of restraint right constraint yeah. happening so with us now mm-hmm. um i believe that that is one of the reasons why we don't see the constraint because you remember we are being walked along at a perfect pace yeah right right yeah the countries yeah. now that decide to make the dash for it mm-hmm. because the, the the illusion of freedom was so sold to them that they they, they, they like the idea of of any type of bond was foreign um they would be the ones to feel that constraint and restraint first and they would probably react it a lot quicker than the people who are just mindlessly walking and casually strolling along um yeah you know which is why the people who are the forefront of like political debates Mm -hmm. and all of these type of things would obviously feel the chain Mm -hmm. to a greater extent than those that 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 yeah. not in that um that not at the speed you when know I, yeah when i when i think about all of these things especially the wealth gap mm-hmm. that we speak of right yeah and we look at what happened in um in trinidad recently mm-hmm. we had our own riots of a sort i think i i would say that since uh my adulthood and probably my entire um conscious life because the coup took place when i was um three mm-hmm. yeah. and i and and this was nothing like a coup at all but i would say this was one of the more extreme uh moments in in our in in our nation's um political instability socio-political because it happens in us in smaller pockets it was the first time i saw there were different fires in a radius and then it have it in monte grand mm-hmm. it had mm-hmm. one and then it had it so going down the east west corridor and in uh, current right yeah in current there was a fire now the thing is right it's very complicated now with the bigger picture of, of you know worldwide mm-hmm. anti-racist mm-hmm. thing now in mm-hmm. Trinidad I would say that yes racism exists however it is not the same not the same brand it's not the same brand no, as no. as to what we are dealing with in terms of you know nations that are um, run by you know the, the like America America is white America you know at the end of the day white yeah. America you know runs America yeah. I mean and Trinidad we know for a fact that we there are people there are people pulling these strings in government and everything um yeah. pulling these strings with the government and everything who might not fall into any one of the categories that we're talking mm-hmm, about right mm-hmm, now and that's mm-hmm. a that's a, that's 
you know something again we talk think about you know how independent we really are right um but there is a police brutality problem in Trinidad yeah right and there's also a criminal element problem yeah you know and we have something that we have we have more crime some years we have more murders in Trinidad and Tobago than in murders in New York City yeah for a year like there, mm-hmm. one of those years gone That's by correct. we had more murders here than in the whole of New York City for a year we, we, we know this we know how bad it is we, we police however don't have a handle on the situation and yet now we see the police you know that what happened recently came on the eve of a killing of three individuals in a car right now just like George Floyd people might want to make the, the distinction that you know well, George Floyd had a criminal past maybe these fellas did as well however where do we draw the line now with the powers that we give the police in order to say well yeah people involved in criminal activity does that mean you can go up to a car of men driving without any arrests and kill yeah. you know what where how does that factor into us and our justice system is our, our justice system itself is our next thing altogether hmm. you know um w- what we really dealing with in trinidad what is our real problem with these with with with, with, the, with the the quote-unquote ghetto what is what is the reason for the fact that we can't get these people out of the, of of this cycle mm-hmm. when you look at what happened recently there was a lot of youths in these streets a yeah. lot of youths a lot of these youths are people who weren't in school because of you know COVID 19 mm-hmm. you know they have this energy there they're putting it behind something but when we do go back out to school and think is it going to be any, any better for these youths? We know for a fact that there's high failure rates in maths and English across the 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 um country, the, the student population mm-hmm. across the country. My my thing is, what is the problem, and how and and what? How do we tackle it? What do you all think? Is the real problem with with this whole thing? Why were they in the streets? I don't, I don't think it's so much of having a singular problem. I think right. it's, it's, it's a, a lot, lot of issues. problems. There's a lot of issues. Yeah. But I honestly believe that there are a lot of things wrong with the system itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are a lot of things that we take for granted. For instance, we take it for granted that if a police officer is there, you say some profanity, you curse, and you take mm-hmm. it for granted, well, it's normal. He could lock you up and he's right to do so. But if you examine the legal systems throughout the world, I mean, that, I would say that's quite a cake. Mm-hmm. Especially in circumstances where the officers themselves right. use profanity left, yeah. right, and center. Yeah, well, I, Why I, is that still in our law books? Yeah, well, 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 that is one that I would always say needs to change long time now. But right. c- continuing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, well, here what you you I think you should go ahead and and state it from from the the the, the points that we know could be legally um, back then because well, you would definitely have more knowledge on that. Well, I, it, it, on I, the other hand, will take another spin on it but I'll from my right. perspective I've seen working in the courts working in the high court mm-hmm. magistrates courts I mean you name it I have seen very clearly that there's systemic issues there are many systemic issues that really really need to be sorted that whole obscene languishing is one of them imagine you could mm-hmm. have a criminal record right mm-hmm. you could have a criminal record not get a visa not mm-hmm. get a job right. for, for something using that, something obscene that, that, that I would I would say mm-hmm. um this happen right the police could pass in the crack block mm-hmm. right 
And it have a set of youths on the corner. And it have a bag of crack over in the culvert or whatever. Everybody in lock Everybody getting hold. Yeah. Now at that moment in time, I don't know how and I mean if I find I don't know what's the legal things if you're in the vicinity of it or it's called constructive possession. Mm-hmm. So like if you so if if you so if if you are close to where they, they might be okay, so okay. When the, the police, police have pass, to prove that you had knowledge and control of that. And so what that you is would hard find, to do. Exactly. So what you would find is that many times persons get dragged through the court process. Mm-hmm. They have to pay tens of thousands of dollars in legal mm-hmm. fees. They have to go and sign any station every day for the matter to be ultimately dismissed. And you would find that happens quite often with those type of matters that no. you just referred no, to. Look, now look at this, right? And this is just me looking at, at some realities that people might take for granted. You have people living in areas that had the blocks and thing, right? Mm-hmm. You have human beings living in these areas. Not not every human being who living in the block is a pusher. Yeah. But at the end of the day, the youths and them will congregate and whatever, whatever. Now, some of them might be slanging, some of them might not. Whatever. Right? You pass now. Okay? And you pull from a side and you arrest from a side. You throw them in the cell. In the morning, no lawyer show up. Yeah. Nobody show up. Right? Then I know of a situation, right? Where all of them get hold and they're telling the most, um, we, the weakest link, right? Yeah. Who may not even have a big part to play in anything because he's the weakest thing. He's probably just a, just a part, nah. Telling them yeah. to take the full fit. Right. Them telling this man, right? But here was he seen, boy. If none of we ain't plead guilty, all of we had to stay. You know what I mean? We're gaining off so. But if you say it's yours mm-hmm. and we do nothing, we will bail, we will go and bail you out. Yeah. And he will say whatever because he's saying, well, I will would, right? Yeah. He's the one who I really know what's going on. You know how it is go with, with groups of yeah, men. Manipulation. You know, right? You know how the manipulating is go. Then, yes. And then, obviously, nobody are coming to check for he for no, for no bail and thing after. The system yeah. after that. And then this fella stuck in that system or whatever, right? And my point is, you could so you could go and pass and pick up all these youths, but then you could go and shoot up people, right? Without arresting first or whatever. You go and no, no shots fired and then they, nobody can't get arrested yet. Did, was anyone arrested for that yet? No. Uh, no. As far as I'm aware they suspended the officers. Yes. Right. Pending investigation. Pending they suspended them pending investigation. That which is which is not even a slap on your wrist in, in, so, in my books. Alright. Um to me, again. Mm-hmm. They have one layer level of discussion to talk about. It was yeah. the problem, was the problem with police, was the problem with um, mm-hmm. the drug war, all of these things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you ask yourself, all right, so what? what is the historical rule of the police force? As far back as you go, when you read, you, you pull up articles, you read articles, you see, okay, so... The police force is really just a evolved branch of the slave catcher department attached to plantations, right? Mm, they may have evolved to um, claim to do certain, uh, I, mean, I mean, in other pockets of the world, there are many, many police forces who are there to protect and serve right. without a question of a doubt right. the citizens of their nation right, right? Um, however 
it does not negate the fact that the police system mm-hmm. was something that was essentially invented to protect the rich and their assets mm-hmm. and to be able to round up and catch their property from escaping right um for uh for the the, the guarding of 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 uh large storages of grain and st- and 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 stock cattle livestock right. and those type of things those were the first people who are assigned the duty of looking over up that is where the the, the the role then came in of somebody who is handed the authority the police is not working the policeman is not working on behalf of himself right he does not have to claim that he is for the upholding of law and all of these it's type not, of things as a personal it is not his desire it is not it, it does not have to be it, it doesn't have to right? be right so they are employees of a group of uh people with certain vested interests. interests right in order to protect those interests right, right? which is why the arms are part of it mm-hmm. because if it was just ready to to serve mm-hmm. there would be no pistols right 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 the protect part is not necessary. See, again, we semantics has us under the implication, the, the, the false understanding that the protect, in most cases, means protect the population. Yeah. If the police was, was formed as a some type of humanitarian aid in yeah. the early beginnings, then we can go and extrapolate and make these claims. But we, we have to just look at it historically. What is the context of this organization being formed in its in its initial stages? It is to protect the interests and the and so the, the assets yeah. of the people in charge of um, wider populations, right? Right. So, in order for us to have the discussion about whether or not, like, uh, to me again, uh, is not it 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 goes systematic oppression and police. Uh, literally hand in hand, hand not even hand in hand they, it, it, it is, is the same word the other, one is born out of the other it's the same thing right there the, 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 the can be no systematic oppression without the police mm-hmm. yeah there can be police without systematic oppression there is no way to escape those two branches of of, of uh, right. government if you would like to call it that Right, and that's scary. This because is under the guise of, 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 of keeping a certain level of civilization, mm. as we were talking about profanity, profanity laws. The fact that there, at least to me, is something that can be distinguished as proper English and not proper English, is steeped in colonialism and essentially white supremacy. Because we measure the standard of our speech by the Queen's English. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, profanity and these type of things would be no less different than being jailed for slang. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. That's that. These are... It's... It, it, there is no... There is well, no, like, a determining factor in, in which somebody could say... Um, what I am saying is profane, unless it is held in relation to something that is deemed not profane. Well, I for one 
find that um I find that the contradictions we we face as citizens in Trinidad and Tobago especially mm-hmm. being out uh, being so uh developed and want to be on na- nations first world nations developed list right, and all right, of this right. and you look at other developed nations I'm not saying at all you know um we had to copy anybody mm-hmm, or whatever mm-hmm. but at the same time it is what it is you know we we live in a world of influence and yeah. persuasion yeah. you know that is how it is and the reality is that in Trinidad we don't have freedom of speech yeah we don't have freedom of expression right and that's um something that I find so alarming because you can't say the wrong thing at the wrong time and get in trouble you can't say the wrong word I don't see how 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 in this day and age our word whether it be fuck or whatever it is right could allow for someone to be arrested in this day and age I could understand in archaic days you know because of the thinking but in this day and age who are we fooling you know and then the mm -hmm. person who said the thing about um about Rowley's um wife and child being raped or whatever Mm -hmm. which was in in poor taste mm-hmm. and not something to be like well that's a, a great thing to say mm-hmm. of course I mean mm-hmm. but um, again that man, that man was arrested and kept for three days right for making a Facebook post and there's no law in place to deal with the Facebook post wow. and he was he was charged on, well he was um, a, charged with something about to do telegrams or something right, like that right. um, that kind of okay kind of semantics Sem- mm-hmm. um, because they said like a telephone call or telegram that thing yeah. thing 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 yeah. and and even him I would not say what he said was a threat yeah. I would not I would not say because if I look at if you look at the context of what he what he said although it was in poor taste he's a random man blurting out on Facebook something that I would not call a threat but at the same time someone might say well that's a threat and I mean um, again, it comes down to the fact that, you know, at certain points in time, you could say something about the wrong person. Well, and you all of a sudden, you know, your your freedom is taken away. But our next person could tell the next man, well, I am coming to kill you tonight in your house, a partner. And well, yeah, that's normal. And nothing is done. Nothing, nothing can be done about yeah, that. Yeah. And that's it is sad because in Trinidad we live in a country where people all the time they do things that um you know are less than wholesome to each other right people accuse people of things that they, they, they threaten people people mm-hmm. beat people out rob people all the time fa- in, within families and neighborhoods and the, like and people just be like i we can't get involved yeah. with that you know domestic abuse all these things yeah you know you can't put you can't put a finger on right. people but as soon as somebody make the wrong post on Facebook about the wrong person, they're in, they're in custody right. for three days. So we see again, in just speaking about the conversation, that the evidence shows itself, right? That mm-hmm. the protection part mm-hmm. of the law is really not about us, right? It has no... It, it's not a... Pr- the, um, the, the, there's no, the, there is no room for that argument from their perspective. They, they, there's no reason to justify... Um, it, when it's you just say like us, this. what do you mean by us? Us meaning the people who have no um, ability to, to persuade to, to through persu- money. Yeah, or no, not persuade, Power. but but to get any type of uh, acquire any type of control on any socioeconomic socioeconomic basis that could deem us to be of a of a 
Yeah, but because you know, in, in Trinidad, it comes down to who he is. Right. Yeah. That's how the law will work for you. But, yeah. um, we, so we, and outside of even, outside of even the legal system and the, and the courts, we're talking about just right. the police. So, yeah. police went shot by somebody, how if they somebody? Yeah. So, but, call him in, but son, phone could get fined. But that's why, that's what yeah. I'm saying. It's for, because it, it's not for, mm-hmm. well, all right. I mean, we, we ask these questions at, at, at very, very tender ages. We if, if you I know your boy Blinks will tell you. Mm-hmm. If you want to find find back how far back we asking these questions, you can go and listen to Anti First album, mm-hmm. right? We have a song called Social Circus, which is the end of the um, yeah. last track. Yeah, it says, "What good is civil liberty mm-hmm. in a society that fails to act civil? What good is freedom of speech if there is no freedom of the intellect? Why should we value freedom of speech in in a country where we really?" We the first thing when somebody says something that is outside of the, the, the box of your standard conformity, which may be in most cases from an unbiased intellectual question concerned citizen question and answering perspective, right away is immediately chastised as a hey, yeah yeah, what are you doing? You think you run in everything, you think you know better than everybody. But in most cases the people who are asking these questions are doing a lot more than the people who are just ignoring them, right? So when you're looking at government and you're asking a government to explain why you're allowing a tyrannical mafia system of control and dictatorship through um, this, these, these different uh, forms of, of like more or less government-sanctioned gangs that exist in every country, they would be disguised as whichever police department here, there, and everywhere. Now, again, it's not saying that every single police officer exactly is exactly. shares the sentiment of these things. But they and, I think, is, and I think that's an important point to make yeah, as well. Should, right? but, there but, are good people know, in the police yeah, service. Definitely. There are good policemen. In the New York and thing, there are good policemen. Yeah. You know, they all are, over the world. That is, honestly, it is one of the... When, if taken seriously in the vow that, mm. uh, that, that is on most of these uh, things here would be one of the most um, admirable, heroic jobs that a human being could put as on yeah. their resume as they would like to take is something that literally says that, listen, I am going to put myself between mm-hmm. the harm that you may face as a civilian and intercede when necessary yeah. at any point in time. And that type of uh, archetype of, of, of uh, social worker or anything like that is is very well welcomed in in most societies is when the problem turns yes. into a controlling the, the problem is that right? they sell it as that yeah they sell it the media our inert need to think that you know there's a nobility in it you know people join it a lot of people would join it you know their dad was a policeman yeah. or whatever you yeah. know i and, have many and, and, family right? members that yeah. are no, like ex-police but at the same time like then you see the inherent problems within the system that they have they have joined yeah. now and it's not their fault but at the end of the day who do we how do we address it what do you think about the that what we're talking about there Kyla about the police and then the legal system too and 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 generally like where 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 do you where do you see the real prob- problems coming from there's a disjoint too there's a dis there's like our legal system and the police system and 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 
and how we deal with the problems that the, the average man faces is that discord is not a you know it doesn't seem to serve the interests of the common man it seems to me generally to be a lack of critical analysis on putting on points on putting on issues regarding well regarding everything we don't do that we don't critically analyze anything we join a system we join a group and okay this is how things being done well i will do this way too it might make any sense but i will do it this way too and then you teach the next person that way and you know this is how it goes when you look at things like the whole war on drugs right it started off in america as we all know the history now is commercial interests that were behind the war on drugs mm-hmm. racist you know well, considerations that, that, would be, that would be the, the, the main the main driving force behind it it wasn't yeah. even before it was even before economics it was about keeping a certain group of people down yeah the blacks and the mexicans right. mm-hmm. controlling the hippie culture right so you're looking, so you're looking at things like the war on drugs all these things and we're saying that that what well we basically just copy and paste follow fashion right as, as usual thing. You know? Now we now now we have a little ease up with the decriminalization of marijuana because it has been done and you know it's it's become more mainstream now. Mm-hmm. It's something that we could have been doing a long time ago, knowing the fact that okay, you don't have to lock up a youth man for a joint. Yeah. I mean it, that that that's supposed to be understood now. But you see the war on drugs and this whole thing about the 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 propaganda that people choose to to feed into yeah no i mean i mean we know we know the most glaring thing is that you know they will say you know marijuana is a gateway drug and all that marijuana is a drug and people say it's not a drug it's a drug i would say that i say coffee is a drug i say yeah. sugar is a drug it drugs is. out there right we having drugs out there yeah? changing how people is mo- it's changing mood changing feelings is needed to de- it can be dependent on it whatever right but when you look at the the effects and you could tell me a man could go and drink a bottle of punch like normal yeah. and, he, and then you watch a man have smoking a joint we have a there, there, well. that is inherent biases in, in the system and it yeah. also comes down to what what um serves the interests of of capitalism yeah right now when we talk about capitalism right that is a big 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 thing you're getting into there because i mean we wouldn't we would we don't know what it is to not exist in a capitalist system we don't know right yeah but at the same time there are glaring issues with the capitalist system and the capitalist system is the system by which all the issues we're talking about right now have right. come to found strength and i think there's a, there's a connection between the war on drugs and capitalism right in the sense that you know capitalism they need the sheep they need the cogs in the machine they need the persons to do the dog work like we would say you mm-hmm. know and the problem is you can't have workers who are supposed to be doing the dog work expanding the mind in any kind of way whatsoever you can't have them getting different perspectives to ask yourself wait now why are you doing all this why are you doing all this hard work again if you want to look into that what are the two drugs that are actually scheduled remember we all talk about the ills of drugs but what Mm. they are two they are two government sanctioned drugs where in the u.s even in trinidad in every part of the world right right that you can freely indulge in on mm-hmm. company's time so back tobacco one and alcohol, alcohol. and, and coffee. coffee and coffee yeah. right and yeah. that's money making thing yeah. um right those, so, those so, things so have we understand that they are government sanctioned from a long time now those keep industries the worker bees going right but yeah. as kyle was talking about the capitalism and the drug war now beside the fact that they do need to keep you know people in line and all of these things yeah okay so that's one part of it right right 
But the next major, major part of it, which plays an even bigger role into that, is the business side of the prison industrial complex, right? Right. Now, prisons in America are not like the ones that are in other parts of the world, right? Um, United States has the, the, the biggest population of incarcerated people on the planet, right? They want to lock up people. The the system that, that governs the, the prisons and, and jails and all of these things are privatized systems. Yeah, and they get money for the In more which inmates. people spend hundreds of millions of dollars lobbying on in order to win contracts and all these mm-hmm. different types of things in order to further their brand, right, of, uh, you know, either architecture mm-hmm. or, 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 or food services or, mm-hmm. or any of those things. So you have these needs mm-hmm. to fill a certain uh, gap of, of consumer. Mm-hmm. And that consumer is really one that, uh, well, yeah, profits off of human beings being herded like cattle into, you know, very, very small um, boxes for yeah. the majority of their lives until... um you know, somebody decides that they're fit to return to society and these types of things. But it's not a moral issue so much as losing control, I believe, in terms of giving people access to mind-altering or mind-expanding chemicals in any type of way. Because, I mean, there's no real way that the government or any person on the planet could stop nature from doing his work, right? Like, they are tens of thousands of psychoactive plants and mm-hmm. chemicals and the whole plethora that you could go through in terms of uh, right, yeah, you know, full pharmaceutical cocktails can be made all day. Yeah, sure. right? I believe we have something like four to eight native species right. of psilocybin mushroom. Exactly. But right if we, and if we were really looking out for public interest, right? Um is there any law that goes against like harvesting poisonous plants in any type of way shape or form mm. like uh, you could you could Poison point any legislation no. that could no. stop you from picking like a uh, stinging nettle and robin it on you you could, you could like right so <laughs> it right and but actually stinging nettle perfectly edible yeah right it's actually quite healthy for you quite healthy as well but let's just let's just say <laughs> yeah let's just say right we were really in our business <laughs> of public safety and health concern and all these type of things which is the illusionary mm-hmm. you know that is the brand that they justify to bring against the war on drugs that, you know yeah. hey, is to keep you safe safe hey youth man you gonna ruin your life lighting that roll on you know what let me help you by ruining your life for you and sending you in jail instead now mm-hmm. right so it comes down to a f- a, a, a fact of the matter of if we as human beings are not, uh, I don't even want to say free because all of those words are real loose right now. But if we do not have <laughs> the the sovereign right to imbibe and consume whatever herbs, spices, vegetables, fruits, liquids, solids, mm-hmm. that regardless of what state of perturbation your consciousness may be in afterwards mm-hmm. then there is no level of freedom that exists True. um on any level of uh 
what you might want to call uh, life and existence. Yeah, there, there is none because if I am not free to exercise my mind to its fullest capacity or even lack thereof, mm-hmm. then there is no sovereign right of any responsible adult, um, regardless of how um, much they pay back taxes or any of these things. Well, so are you advocating for the decriminalization of all substances? Or? Which is what it did I in, would say that in, in Portugal. The, yeah. I would say yeah. that I would not I, I, I would not only advocate the, the but I would I would advocate the uh I would actually would like to see I mean if the world was perfect, I would like to see a a, a formally written apology by the heads of state by many, many different um places that have literally stifled access of people getting med- medicine that works for them and mm-hmm. literally has been the building blocks of people's spiritual and religious practices and all of these different types of things to deny someone the, the ability to Um, experience the, the, the divine in, yeah. in whichever way, shape or form that they choose to mm-hmm. is probably one of the greatest um, atrocities done against mankind but very, very, mm-hmm. very subtly yeah? yeah. a lot of people would never feel that way No. because it has never again, it's about the dog and the leash business now. Yeah. most of them walking along at perfect pace right? but the ones that decide to break off right away you will say listen if I can't think because again it's not about the use of the drugs you know it's not about the use of the drugs it's about the the, the context of what happens to a person when they come into contact with these chemicals it's Mm -hmm. not about the use of the drugs the reason why we know it's not because of the use of the drugs because a lot of these same people who mandate all these laws against them are some of the most frequent users of the drugs. I tend to agree. Right? So it's not about the use of the drugs. It's not that, oh my, you know. I I think it's also quite interesting that modern science has shown the plethora, the many, many benefits of things like cannabis. Exactly. From glaucoma, I mean, upset stomach, epilepsy, you name it. Mm -hmm. You name it. There have also have been many promising studies on the use of psilocybin to treat depression, exactly. on the use of psilocybin and even other psychedelics. Microdosing LSD. And all e- exactly. Yeah. For, for, for things like um, a lot of cognitive headaches, issues. Even cost, like, sim- like not yeah. simple, but Yes, that, yes. Like, no, you know, no, that's a very, yeah. very serious scene. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, also quitting yeah. addiction. Yes. Also yeah. saw some, a, a recent TED talk on that as well. Yeah. yeah. And psychedelics apparently yeah. they do very well. PTSD at and trauma. Yeah. You, know, yeah. of, uh, you see, there's a lot of untapped uh, potential and untouched areas of study because of the fact that it's other. Yeah. It's foreign. Yeah. Something is wrong with it inherently, apparently, now. Mm-hmm. Because we've been. To Western culture. Yeah, to Western culture because our culture is such that, you know, again. You talk a certain way, you move a certain way, something is wrong with right. you now. So then we, we, come, we come directly back to these models of culture that we hold in such high esteem now. Mm-hmm. As if, you know, um, again, uh, the, the, the mere fact that uh, we have such disconnect from even knowing the, the full range in which our bodies are able to experience the... the, the, the um, 
in the sensory input of the environment around us. Yeah. There are people who have gone from literally the birth to the grave without ever seeing anything or mm-hmm. putting their mind in an avenue of thought that was not sanctioned mm-hmm. previously by their ancestral line or any type of way like that. Yeah. But the fact that we would have such grave like uh, hindrances inside of us as like the uh, as a way to kind of prevent us from harming our mental health because that's the main thing as a westernized society that most people are afraid of and it's about losing their minds yeah right um again i don't see you know some 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 people might say the only way you could find yourself is if you lose your mind mm-hmm. right the losing of the mind is exactly what is the main collective fear of like the westernized ego you know that that is where it's at right which is why from the time uh colonialization hit these specific shores here of like south america and the wider caribbean antilles and stuff like that if you look geographically and from like an ethnobotanist perspective you will see that the caribbean south america is probably some of the most widely populated in terms of varieties of psychotropic and psychedelic compounds on the planet. And that's what the Now when the Spanish when the Spanish arrived here in the early days of um the the conquistadors and stuff like that, one of the first things that made them feel uh that we need to get rid of these people here more than anything else is because of the fact that they know that they couldn't be taught anything else. Um, there was a quote from, I can't, I'll be, I really want to remember his name, but right. it was one of the Amerindian chiefs up in Puerto Rico that they captured and they said to him, is either you accept Christianity and denounce your, all of your gods and your traditions or you face death and he asked well what happens to, to you where would I go when I die as a Christian and they said to heaven he said is that where the, all these priests and stuff going to be mm-hmm. and with that one he said well light the fire immediately Yeah, I choose no part of that right mm-hmm. the thing about it is the reason why people who cannot be swayed in terms of because they wouldn't they their line of knowledge and information was not something that was um, outside the realm of direct experience. Mm-hmm. If they wanted to commune in any type of way with nature or find answers to problems they may have, the, their ancestral line of information would say, look to the plants, look to the mountains, look to the rivers, look to nature, these type mm-hmm. of things. Now, when you come here with a controlling um, ego ego archetype of a human being and you encounter people that have totally separated themselves from ego mm-hmm. there's no thing. way that you can control them yeah right because everything is built on on the fear so the fact the that the yeah. fact that exactly. you can't be we can't intellectualize to you in any form of dress up as to why you should leave behind everything that you know to yourself to be 100% true in order 
to then believe the stories that we are when i say we i mean like the products of colonialism are like used as our um like you know backbones of, of civilization we come to see that there's no way that they could keep things like uh psychedelic access and stuff like that at the forefront of societies when they would like to continuously maintain all of these illusory concepts yeah, of reality keep, keep because um yeah. there is that we would be able to quite easily just call bullshit right away no no that's not real i've seen yeah. otherwise myself mm-hmm. i have right mm-hmm. but remember our our civilization is one in which there's this pyramid of intellect and a pyramid of knowingness then mm-hmm. in which there is a limited few who has all of the information and it will somehow be trickled down you know like right now we all waiting on somebody to smart enough somewhere to yeah. be like shit this is how we solve world hunger yeah. you know what I mean we kind of all sitting down like yeah. I'm pretty sure somebody smart enough somewhere is going to know about that and that's exactly what the problem is right because people in, in, in other um, forms or, or um, sectors of society would not necessarily have to wait on somebody else to decide how they should spend the majority of their time rotating around the sun on the planet yeah. you know you ever read the works of Terence McKenna or Aldous Huxley? Big, big um, fan and advocate of both of their... Okay. Um, From here, and you speak, it yeah. reminds me of a lot of their philosophy. Right. Because, I mean, if you look, especially if you look at uh, somebody like Huxley, when... Huxley was a brilliant, brilliant when, Yeah, when, very intelligent. When you, when you really start to put yourself into the mindset of these people who were like literally on the cusp of starting as you say a, a brave new world right right yeah. um it would seem very 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 disenchanting to them i believe now mm-hmm. that we've gone backwards from their findings mm-hmm. right now huxley was able to write the doors of perception after his encounter with mescaline yeah right um one of the best grammatically and um, metaphorically put pieces of work that would describe, you know, like at least some small fraction of what it's like to experience and encounter these type of things, right? And um, after reading something like that at at an age or something like I was maybe like 15 or 18 or something like that, and you read that and you say to yourself, well, why isn't anybody else talking about this? As humans, we collectively get together and pool our ideas for all different types of, I would say, the most benign and, of, and, and nonchalant of things. That I mean, that does not necessarily take 100% dedication and effort from all our collective brains to come up with answers it's, it's, for. It's, it's because... But we've highly neglected one of the most important sectors then of uh, planetary living, which is, I believe... Right. Learning to see ourselves at least in a nature that was not pre described by even your own parents mm-hmm. and um teachers and anybody that um you came into um relation to at a point in time because we all build ourselves on the ideas of other people's ideas of us. Well, well, right. right. And 
as I said earlier, you know, persuasion is the name of the game, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Now, if it is that we are in a society where you have to, in order for the hierarchy to be maintained, you know, we have, you know, the capitalist system or whatever system it might be, you know, you have a hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing is that, as I said earlier as well, human beings have these innate wants and needs to belong, to feel loved, to to be happy right you know these are things you know you don't teach a child how to how to be happy right a child will be happy when they see something that make them happy a child will cry when they had a cry you know i mean we we a lot of things we don't have instincts for a lot mm-hmm. of things we have been you know through systems of education i think mm-hmm. we have to learn about these things. but what are the things that we are born with you know we right. are born with, with certain with certain with certain penchants for happiness right. for pleasure for 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 belonging, for right? For learning as well. For learning, yeah. For for exploring, for curiosity. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is that that when you look at society and you look and you ask the question why it is we have been denied um the chance to discuss why people why pe- are people not discussing things like Huxley and so on and mm. so on. Or or this kind of rea- this, these things that these brilliant minds have put forward. And the reason is because that those things are, are now lost in a in a pool in in in, in a, in a pool like an ocean of other creations, right? Many of which are geared towards satiating the same things that probably experiences such as you know the ones Huxley would have spoken mm-hmm. about, like the doors of perception. Mm-hmm. You're talking about psychedelic experiences. You're looking at you know ancient cultures and yeah. how they dealt with certain things. Right. You know they dealt. They, cultures and civilizations over time yeah. they all had different ways of dealing with things that we think and I watched this um, talk recently at TED, mm-hmm. TEDx I think it was where we saying why do we think that our civilization is reality right Right. now the thing yeah. is that how, again our reality has been littered mm-hmm. so much with this this ocean right that is filled with okay look at the look at what 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 we do it our daily lives, right? We want to look at Netflix and movies and and, and enjoy sports and all these things because it, it's it's good. It, the art and all these things, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it it helps you, you know, um, emotionally. It gives you entertainment and all of that. Inspiration. But inspiration. But the the thing is, they have they have the the system itself and and the way the world has gone. They have boxed all these things into products. Right. Yeah. Because what it says is this: as a human being, you will never experience the the, the the fullness of experience so here we will give it to you that again that's one of the if mm-hmm. not one of the, if not the most like because a lot of these creators a lot of these let me, and let me be honest we're talking about drugs and things early earlier and the war on drugs and things but the reality is a lot of 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 substances have helped spur creativity over over eons yeah. You know, right. There must have been th- like you, you, there. There must have been a major part of the the zeitgeist and culture that would have had to deal with 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 use of these things. Well, if not, maybe not everybody. Well, had to use it. But if you want to get shaman exactly. or whatever. But the point is, the use and the access to this side of the experience was so important. All right. Well, okay. In a in, I mean, I'm sure Kyle will know about this as well. The way oh, that you, the, what you are, on time there, Mario. Okay. The way that we, as, as you're saying, like, where is there a system in place in order for us to to understand what what is what is what is important then? Um. 
and the, the fact that many of the people who we hold in such high esteem have had their consciousness altered in some form, shape or way and it has actually shown to be better or in advancement for humans. Now, if you look back at what is the bedrock of westernized society, is really it comes down to things like Christianity and like Greek philosophy, right? A lot of the every like westernized society puts holds yeah. up very very high esteem for Greek philosophy. Yes, Plato and right? Aristotle and all this. So things. we see the, the greatest minds, the greatest <laughs> thinkers have already existed. Mm-hmm. That is the that is again one of the major fallacies of mm-hmm. living in the world that the greatest has already existed. Mm-hmm. The Beethovens have come and gone. They will no longer have that you know mm-hmm. like benchmark of music to reach right, for. Right, right, right. And the greatest thinkers have already thought their thoughts and. We just have to play catch up with them as it goes along. Mm-hmm. Now, even Plato and Socrates and Epicurus and all these people will tell you that while under their civilization in ancient Greece, mm-hmm. they would have been people who would have attended a certain ceremonial, um, maybe it might have been annually or yeah. whatever, um, in, known as the Eleusinian Mysteries. Right? It was something that took place at the temple of Eleusis in 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 Greece, right? Inside of there was essentially a place in which human beings, regardless of your social class, your re- your religious background, any of those things you can even if there were people who can enter like a slave could enter. Somebody mm-hmm. um could it, it is no exemption. However, you only allow to enter once in life. Mm-hmm. When you go to take part in the ceremony, you literally come out of it with a greater understanding of at least the stories that you have been told before in some type of way that you could relate it in direct experience. Mm-hmm. Now, the mystery that they were taking part in, which was literally the catalyst for some of the greatest philosophers and all of these type of things that we so have such high esteem for in our part of the western world were actually done through the use of psychedelic chemicals so socrates and plato and your aristotles and all these people were all um participants of the eleusinian mysteries right and they themselves engaged in a a form of uh we would call it like natural lsd where it is uh actually it would be more lsa um mm-hmm which was happened because of uh, certain fungus that formed on rye mm-hmm. right when right. stored in these great vats you know like mm-hmm. in in different places and because of the fact that the um the fungus was able to be isolated and then chemically concocted into um something that a drink that they would call the kaikion right and when you drink from the kaikion reality is revealed Essentially, is what the the whole cell like of what, the Eleusinian like mysteries is. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. So all of the 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 the, the bedrocks of our great, um, you know, philosophical minds and the things that have helped us to see beyond your standard um, notions of reality, like even things like you know Plato's cave and these type of uh, stuff, were all birthed through the psychedelic experience as far right? as far as i'm aware even the ancient egyptian culture they also had the blue lotus I believe well of course was. yes yeah yeah right um 
so the thing about it is that we tend to as a westernized and civilized ego-driven society throw away all of these perfectly like embedded natural ways of forming a relationship with yourself your peers the nature as a whole and and engraving your human experience into be something greater than you wake up you drive in your car you go to your job you come back home you make sure your bills paid you hopefully get enough sleep and then you start this all over again the idea that this at least to most people is something that is life that, that is reality is, that is, is should be accepted is and it should always be is again it is is one of the greatest tragedies that would that, that we could record on this um planet it it even surpasses i mean is not to put down anything but everybody well, is a truth? slave is, is not just truth? the transatlantic <laughs> <Is> slave, <laughs> Tristan, slave system <laughs> was was a tragedy it's not just the fact that black people being marginally discriminated upon yeah. the planet is not just the fact that children don't have the same rights as 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 like um people adults who pay taxes yeah. is not just that is the fact that our l- brand of 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 living is one in which we only use the lens of our problem solving direct um direction part of our brain which essentially is uh, like you know just an offset of the ego which was formed in the human psyche as a response to threat and danger that we may not be able to readily identify right within like you know the wilder side of of uh, of living and that has now evolved into you no longer have eyes and visual acuity in order to sense when a predator is in your presence but now you use your eyes to count money yeah (laughs) or you use your eyes to look at a a movie or something like that and we believe that these well, are development yeah you know you see we are comfortable now the, the, now there's the thing eh? we the, you see the, the argument for capitalism the argument for the neo-globalism and all of this right um neoliberal thinking and the fact that you know well everybody has that that innate right to become you know rich and powerful and everybody has that that opportunity the american and dream the american dream you know <laughs> and the, the land sure. of the free and um yeah and you know the the thing is that um that all do, those those things right is it's just okay so the land of the free america mm-hmm. right the, the this dream right this is is the is is the biggest story you now is the biggest illusion yeah. that 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 has the world running the way the way it is you now it's like yes that that works for some people but it cannot work for everybody you now yeah how do we account for those who the dream become a nightmare yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> because logistically speaking everybody cannot start up the newest twitter and google and this kind right. of thing you know Everybody can't. They'll be like, everybody will see an Indian boy come from India. And it's like he was poor. They spend the last few money to go and he. Now we see your Google. It's like so. What is the excuse for everybody else? It's like so. Where the 
So, so how everybody going to do that? Yeah. You know, <laughs> mathematically speaking, yeah. you know, you cannot, you cannot think for a second that everyone is going to come into that, that path. You know, and and the, and the problem is that you know, as we as I said, the the entire system is built around the fact that you if you stay within the lines of it and you through your own enterprise you don't go xyz way that that is you will get your reward in the end and that in itself is proven to be a lie right because we have children today who have done the right things right they did not go online in the yeah. gang and they did not join the gang and they did not run drugs or whatever yeah and they have the degree yeah. right they have nothing f- for them to do there's nothing in Trinidad you're seeing it we had our gate approval mm-hmm. okay you know we got about 10 years I would say also of people who got free um tertiary education let me say about 10 yeah. years let me say maybe yeah, they get dollar that. for dollar for some it or whatever mm-hmm. but we had a lot of people accessing tertiary education in university of western these sams sbcs all these things right then now came the fact that now too much people have degree have to have our masters yeah. and the point is the the and then you know the, my whole point of this is that this whole thing about going to school and getting a degree and you're going to get a job after because the, the main thing you need for is to get a good job to be a good worker right. and all this it's become it's, it's more and more so it's 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 a lie so Right, because there's not, there is not a. You cannot see that there is an inner drive in the runnings of the system to make sure that this what you're selling is a reality. Well, right. So as a, as you put it there, um, I think it was, I think it was um, at the end of our George Carlin special, uh, he had say, um, it has to be One called the, the it, 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 there, yeah. He say. Colin said, like, it has to be called the American dream, right? Because you had to be sleeping in order to believe his reality. That's good. You understand? Yeah. That's why it's called the American dream. Yeah, Because you have to be sleeping to yeah, believe it's real. Yeah, you understand? Like Colin, like Colin, like Colin. That's a big Colin. So, yeah. to me, it's again. It's called the American dream because you have to be sleeping. All of those <laughs> words and that word play. Mm-hmm. Why should, like, again, mm-hmm. they never said it's the American reality. Mm-hmm. They said it's the dream. Yeah, we don't have to defend if the dream didn't go as as planned as to you. We like y- if you understand what I'm saying. And you see, it's all there's no onus on them to to to, yeah. to to It is as almost as if the language, as Kyle fully well knows, is only the language that makes it illegal or not, like mm-hmm. or that but binds it to law or not. So they they use the language very very selectively in order to to keep people under a certain level of uh uh you know compliance then with, with, with everything because again it's the dream mm-hmm. is is about the fact that as you said all human beings would like to find a place mm-hmm. America was one of the people that says well here's the place for you all who are looking to find a place mm-hmm. but then at the same point in time we know that we can't find a proper place if we had to go and evict people in the first place in order f- to f- make up make ourselves a home mm-hmm. so if you don't if you never had dominion over the land in the first place to give it away then it's kind of like well 
I mean, it, it just is like it's it almost as if the same way you would do a landfill and on reclaim land, it wasn't yours to begin with. So when the, the ocean takes it, the back, atrocities against indigenous populations you know, is really not up. And atrocities, you know, all the atrocities of the past. There's no way to write it. You can't. You can't write it, right? You can't make right. You can't. You can't. You can't. It, there's nothing to do to help True, them. but I mean, at least you could give them as a little holiday, man. Yeah. <laughs> something, something. And, you know, the talks of reparations will keep on going because yeah. they have been... I mean, notice, you know, when the, the Jews went through their atrocity, they, they, yeah. they, 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 yeah. they now they have their nation of yeah, yeah, Israel yeah. and all of that, which in itself has its own things going on. Well, that, that, is see, ba- that is bad, which, right? Yeah. But the point is, it all comes down to, to, to the power and the greed and the, and, and the hierarchy and, yeah. and, and keeping it together and it's falling apart right now you know right. Everybody mm-hmm. are note, people are noticing that is why right now again this feeling when they're watching the news and things because things falling but apart so much so it's so yeah. strange to see as much as it's falling apart right they will never stop and say what let me look change direction the, to make sure that all, the, the, you know the thing about it is this all right so again as you was talking about McKenna right mm-hmm. if we look at it as a perspective let me just see. Mm-hmm. Let's just see. The state of the world is in shit. Everybody's crazy. It looks like it's all going to hell in a handbasket, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if somebody were to open this door right now and they happen to be like a, a woman giving birth on the floor, just being out of timing. Yeah. And they happen to walk in mid like right. process. Right. It would look like some crazy shit is going on. <laughs> it would be like dog, like <laughs> what horse, like what, what, like what, what because there's like screaming, <laughs> crying, blood, blood yeah. people frantic. Think, yeah. But what, what essentially happens at the end of that booting process? And it's all just beauty and tears and yeah. love and yeah. tenderness. But you had to leave it and let it happen. What will happen if you intercede too quickly? In our birthing process, you have a fair chance of endangering the life of both the child and the mother. You have to allow nature to take its course, and you sit back and do not allow your biases to tell you when to intercede. And that's exactly what the problem is with most people. That's why people say shit like the road to hell is paved with good intentions, because everybody swears they know what's best for other people. And if we just go back to the analogy of the woman giving birth, the only person who will know when she's ready is that person herself. Mm-hmm. We can't tell them when it's come, like what to do, what to. We can say as much as we want, hold on, breathe, this, this, that, mm-hmm. and the other, but you cannot force the process to either stop happening or to happen any quicker, right? And if it is that it's true, we're in this emergency room right now and everybody looking like they're losing their shit. But in a strange kind of way, we don't really know enough of the process to see that, eight. first of all, this hasn't happened before, and then the outcome after it is this, this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. Or B, is this a brand novel thing yeah. that we are now faced with? And then if we go back to our naivety again, I mean, it's very, very naive to believe that this is the first time these type of problems have faced humans, regardless of mm-hmm. what level of technological advancement they right. act or not, or whatever right. the hell it is. So, at least to my understanding... The best conspiracy theory to have would be that everything will be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because then, if you are known about the future, again, it's like one of those, um, like, you know, one of those Zen master sayings, like... Alan Watts. Yeah, you know, like, worry is a waste of the imagination, Madrid. 
Yeah. You know, like, so you might as well. If everything looking hectic, you're unsure about everything. Just close your eyes and breathe and go with it. And again, one of the only systems in which you would ever come into contact with that will show you the relevance of having to breathe and just go with emotions is yeah you know this three to five grams deep on yeah on, on a psilocybin mushroom trip in silent <laughs> darkness you you will have to just give in to the process see, you, and trust nature you, you can't pro- you can't you literally can't beat that that method eh? give in and trust in nature they have no they i do i have never seen any other thing work in in any other applied form of of physical or metaphorical or any of those things the fact that we believe that there's someone to take control somebody is in charge something is going to go because we feel a certain way about it reality has no obligation to tend to our emotions and fears and all of those type of things it is what it is it is what it will be i mean it looks like it's crazy now yeah but again Mm -hmm from the perspective of ego-driven humans right. which have a need to feel that they want to grasp permanence in, 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 in the universe. Obviously, it will seem as if, you know, we yeah. are, we are the, the mercy of, of the wind right now. All but the, all it's these, not such a bad thing. You all, know? Yeah, well, all these things will be so hard for certain people to grasp. N- not because they can't. It's because of conditioning. Yeah, yeah. We have been conditioned through so many different uh, systems. You know, the education system yeah. is one that, you know, education could use a lot of work in America, here, wherever it be. Here, I mean, a lot of work, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, work is one thing is that what what is the focus? You know, what is the focus of, you know, why 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 is it it's so hard for certain, for, for the why is the rates? The rates are what they are. It's because a lot of children cannot see where's their place in the education system. Yeah. Right. I think that that also links to the fact that most people, I wouldn't say everybody, but the vast majority of people all living within their own echo chamber. Right. You know? Whether it's the religious philosophy, whether it's the educational system, whether it's the neighbors, whether it's the family, you know? Yeah. People tend to seek people to, that reinforce their own beliefs and they tend to disregard persons or messages or anything that, you know, contradicts that. 100%. Especially when those things, your religious um, upbringing, your education, your, your family, your neighborhood, community, whenever, especially when those things within them, there is a certain power. Yeah. Structure yeah. that is assigned to it. Yeah. You know, and through that power, then there's a re- there's some and there are benefits to benefits be to be reward reaped. system. Yeah. yeah. So when you have these reward systems in place, yeah. and it all comes down to you know that the individual has to has to profit themselves through. We need to think about other people thinking, other people who, you know, and this is just reality. And this is just reality. If it, even you think about what some people you know they base their lives on the religious teachings, they base their life on and thing. Right, whether it be whatever religion or political ideology or political ideology, right? So they're right again, right? Yeah. Good, true, because not everybody could be religious. And I mean, right? essentially, both of them are the same. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really like you know, it's it's not I, cats and yeah, dogs. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yes, and the thing is, like, yeah, correct. Yeah, 
when you think about that there are so many people who base their lives their choices and movements and their decisions on these things these mm-hmm. ideologies yeah. right and these ideologies are those which have lines mm-hmm. which cannot be crossed yeah you have lines which cannot be crossed right whether uh-huh. right there are lines of how to what what is a man yeah. right right what is success mm-hmm. right what is good yeah. what is bad who is what is right what is wrong obviously order and society needs some kind of order in order to to, to like you know you to don't flourish. you don't we don't we have come a certain way now the capitalist system right and today's culture would always use the things that you know well look what how much of we what we have today yeah technology we have yeah. all this yeah. right live streams right and we have yeah we have it you know and that's how um so much more hospitals and so much more healthcare and people living longer and right now in the pandemic if it was you know back in the day with the next thing so much more people would have died or whatever whatever they would want to want to say and they use this now to reinforce Right? Yeah, the pre existing notions. notions, which yeah. is that you know that you know that we are on the right track. Mm-hmm. That we should not look to deviate and fight up. That you know, I am go I am going to not hell in a handbasket but somewhere else. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. And this is because of what I understand, right? But when we look at that and now that must come at the expense of others. Yeah. And that's no the problem. Way, yeah, because it's that is the problem. Between, between it is us built here, on the expense is, of others. Is there any way that you would see it working otherwise? It actually can't. <laughs> it's a self-sustained system. What is that? Say that again. Say it louder. But it might the, be here. The, 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 the same, the same the, the inequalities that exist sure. within the systems are what drives them to begin with now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there is no exactly. there is no conversation of how do we have the system Work without ha- right. So that's why there has to be a new form of a uh, a new ocean then to immerse yourself in, and right. you can't transcend these ideas of politics and religion and all of these things into some void, as if yeah, let's just do away with that. And we'll see what happens when it comes now. There is actually a direction which at least has been shown to us by the so-called quote-unquote uncivilized members of Savage. the planet. Savages that were, you know, um, previously <laughs> inhabitants of the same species that we call our home right now. And the people in those I mean, it's not really so much of a of a coincidence that they were able to live and flourish and be communal without like the least amount of that type of com- competition and 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 uh, headbuttedness between people, where it literally has to get to the point of, in order for me to feel good about my existence. I definitely need to find someone to step on yeah. to get a better view now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And again, I believe that is really comes down. I could only speak from my experience. But unless you are able to have some type of 
You see how you were talking about lines that are uncrossable based on mm-hmm. tradition and culture? Mm-hmm. Unless you are able as a human to transcend those boundaries and like dissolve them completely, then there would be no way that you could actually be wholeheartedly empathetic or sympathetic or any of those things towards your counterparts in your civilization because of the fact that the operating system in which we 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 work on mm-hmm. is ego os mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and they if unless you change that mode and you start using different programs within it it does mm-hmm. not matter what chain of commands you give inside the ego os it is always going to read out the same thing to you there's no way to to break down a system that has been designed to work like that we need to torch the computers and build Other new models. Be like, you know, well... Right? Mumbo-jumbo. <laughs> yeah. Thing, thing. But you see, that's because... Again. Mm-hmm. That's what we've been taught to yeah. think about and these kind of things. There's, again, the ocean now. There's so much ways yeah. to look at things that some, you know, some people cannot understand why it is people would choose to look at things this way now. Yeah. Exactly. Not because, and I see people talk, virtue signaling and thing, thing, thing. And it's like, so what is not virtue signaling? What is not? Exactly. What, what, is, what, yeah. what isn't virtue signaling? Yeah. Yeah. So when you, the same post you're making, I want virtue signaling. It's not virtue signaling. Actually, <laughs> itself now. So, oh God, I mean yeah. like, you know. At least the hope that we could have in terms of some type of change is the fact that like, like Bridget, it's like my boy here mm-hmm. is like an active member of like the helping hand of society yeah right exactly if we could see that there is people that's relatable to us you may Mm -hmm. listen when we were growing up and you hear any kind of talk about any kind of law any kind of Mm -hmm. thing like that automatically you dissect yourself from that entire equation Mm -hmm. it's like i don't know anything about that Mm -hmm. pretty sure somebody else will Mm -hmm. and you know we, we hope let's hope that they have public interest at hand now, when you could sit and relate to somebody who is an active member mm-hmm. and you could see with your own eyes exactly. and hear with your own ears that there are people out there who are promoting ideas mm-hmm. and trying to get a new f- type of reform mm-hmm. in, 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 in previously untouchable, archaic, lockdown type of professions, mm-hmm. right? We wouldn't have been able to. You wouldn't be able to have a discussion with a lawyer, twenty five mm-hmm. years ago in Trinidad Tobago, who fits yeah. this description, you know, yeah. right? And and before we had blinks, you understand what I'm saying? Know, as economists, yeah, right. You know, so the fact that these things are happening is as much like evidence that you can see on a grander scale. Then, but if you look at it fractally. And you say, well, listen, if we could find a man like Kyle to be a lawyer coming from his background of Trinidad and Tobago, where we know that there's a stigma attached to those things. We know that there's mm-hmm. like all of these things, but you still involve yourself in it anyway and not for the margin of profiting off of people, but actually helping people. Then now when somebody asks me, well, was your thing about law and all this kind of stuff I wouldn't just respond 
the way I would have, like, let me say, 15 years ago. We'll just exactly. burn out all of that and this. No, I know there are people that I could call, mm-hmm. speak to personally, that would exactly. be able to educate and inform directly mm-hmm. without any type of subjective opinions on, well, what I right. think is this and that and the other, but could act- actually engage the public right. and show them that, listen, you need to have some type of interest in these type of things because, mm-hmm. as you could see, is one of us mm-hmm. that is here. I hear you. You understand what I'm saying? It's real important to note that th- that in all different professions now, there are a lot more open-minded and forward-thinking people yeah. and who are open and willing to discuss things that before would have been pushed to the wayside yeah. and called, well, not even... Not even regarded as anything. It would be like, you know, it's, it's trash. Had, it's, yeah, it's yeah, trash. trash, trash. Yeah. You know, and I think that, you know, today's um episode really would bring all that home. Seeing that we went from one end of the spectrum to the next. Yeah. And uh, on all around it. Because at the end of the day, we cannot expect any of the challenges we are facing right now as a country, society, and a world to be figured out by some one person with, with, a, with a master plan yeah, exactly. and, and we cannot look at just right you cannot look at the incident which is the issue and not think about all the different factors that that flow and would have led influence. up to that yes yeah. and led up to that to that point now yeah because there's absolutely no argument that comes with all caveats now exactly it, it, there, there's none you you could try you could pick the most you could pick the the, the most uh benign topics mm-hmm. and you will have to still justify very 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 bold claims in between but again we coming back to the the, the same social issues and you want people to think about all right well all right so what am i supposed to learn by this whole upheaval from society and this going against the government and all this type of stuff mm-hmm. the only thing that we could learn is that well we have to do better definitely we don't have it figured out nobody has it figured out nobody ever has it figured out and probably nobody is going to figure it out but we have to, but we you have, to, have try. to try to have do to try. better right that's, like that, that, that's something i agree and with. it's up to us is literally isn't it, it it can't be from anywhere else because of the fact that is literally um we are not in a playing field where it is level we 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 are a team of like minions against giants mm-hmm. but what's going on is the every one of the minions want to run off and fight their own battle on their own that's exactly. never going to happen like that mm-hmm. it has to have some form of unity between the civilians of the planet because there are civilians on the planet and they're non-civilians. Like anybody in the army is yeah. not a civilian. <laughs> you know, so yeah. there are civilians and then yeah. they're non-civilians. So the civilians of the planet, the people are who have vested interests in like, you know, having good clean water to drink, right. housing, education, mm-hmm. facilities for impoverished people, all of those type of things. Is is high time that we stop relying on people to intercede to educate on how to fix these things but use all of the resources that we have around us to you know empower yourself with some kind of level of uh, 
some type of level of if it's not intellectual but uh emotional mm-hmm. stability that yeah, you yeah. don't just always fold under the pressure and 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 tend to look towards a leader anytime shit hits the fan yeah you know what i mean so unless we could do that mm-hmm. it will always have people that you know kind of up up and away from all of the ideals that we claim to share as a collective but as we see i mean time will tell how yeah. how the greater population well, sees these type of messages and the pertinence that they would have to their lives you know well at least you know i could say that forums like this like the heights room yeah you know they they are here for for these these thoughts to be aired you know and i'm grateful for you all to you being here today yeah you know grateful to be here as well yeah right. yeah it was a good vibes um yeah i hope everybody have their battery and flashlight and yeah boy <laughs> and hey, so on yeah, yeah that's yeah. that it's yeah. one thing to the next yes one you can't you can't right? let up you can't so you have to have down. your mask yeah 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 you have to have your mask, your mask right and flashlight flashlight right all 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 the different things right. i think i have our nibbles stuck away yeah, yeah, just yeah. in case right. on nibbles we have right <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. all right so Important. that will bring us to the end of today's heights you want to thank kyle and jaffa being here hope everybody safe out there we will pick up later right.